All right, welcome to the House of Tech, where government meets business. We're talking about the future of technology. I'm Fred Shabesta. I'm the co-founder of Finder. I'm Andrew Bragg, one of the senators for New South Wales. Awesome. We've got a lot happening right now. We're just going to talk about some interesting topics. Mm. Ukraine right now just raised $22 million in crypto, $13 million of Bitcoin. Do you think this is a new way for governments to raise money? Well, I think it calls into question the effectiveness of sanctions over the long term. Uh, I think very important judgments were made over the weekend, particularly by the Europeans to close SWIFT off, which is the international uh, banking and payment standards to Russian entities or most Russian entities. But, you know, the next conflict we have, I wonder how effective that will be, uh, given the explosion of crypto and the ability of crypto to support the resistance in Ukraine. But also what we don't know is, how is this helping Russia? I mean, is Russia able to use crypto as a backdoor? It's true. Yeah, it's harder to, to tell. You can track addresses. It is, mm. you know, there is sort of that, that disclosure and things like that. And on this, do you think the Australian government would, would, would raise money or a, a party? Well the, well, the Australian government has donated money directly, cash, cash money. I mean, old-fashioned yeah. money. Old We've also um, purchased lethal weapons. Mm. And obviously, we have supported the other sanctions. But do you think this is a sign of the times that people are now seeking donations via Bitcoin? I mean, what does this say about the world we're living in? I think it's fast. I think it's faster. There's less time. You can just transfer it immediately. And then if they need to pay someone, they can send it immediately. No one can take that money. Like the, like the cyber attacks, it's really hard to attack that money. You can't attack the bank. I heard a lot of you know attacks were on the actual you know from cyber attacks on the actual institutions so that's i think it is a sign of the times i think it is changing and it's personally i think it's a positive story out of all of this you know it was looked i guess as the the negative side in terms of you know getting around some of those sanctions but i actually Mm. think you know it's being used for the good as well yeah but i think the problem is that people expect governments to step in when there are conflicts like this and do do something Mm. and what the allies have done here is they have come together and agreed to turn swift off what governments can't do is regulate crypto across the world because it is, by definition, uh, not part of the government. It is because of its libertarian basis. I think it will be very hard to stop uh, enemies using it to their advantage. But that's something we don't know about yet. All we know at this stage is the good part that, what did you say, 30 million? Yeah, so 22 yeah. million. So 22 million. So they've been able to get 22 million in. I mean, that would dwarf the contributions of many foreign governments. And these are just from individuals, right? Yep. Yeah. Incredible. Mm. Let's move on. Um, you've recently just visited Tasmania. Now, Tasmania is sort of getting up to be part of, um, it's got some incredible power. It's a place to be. It's also got some incredible Bitcoin mm. mining going on. Mm. Um, I've heard there's also more mining looking, you know, a lot of, lot of renewable energy happening there. Tell us yeah. about, what did you notice about that, yeah. that area? Yeah, well, it's all based on the hydro and that is a very clean form of electricity. And uh, there is a company down there called Firmus, which has invented this capacity to effectively float the servers in, in oil, which cools them down uh, much more effectively than fans. And therefore, they have this great competitive advantage now, clean green Tasmania uh, with great computational power. And they're doing Bitcoin mining and they're providing uh, energy stability services back to the grid. And so this is a campus which is employing 120 people. As someone who grew up in the bush, uh, I can tell you 120 jobs like that makes a big deal in a town like Launceston. And on the back of it, you've got a company called Definium, which is creating microchips and, and all that sort of hardware 
So the infrastructure that is going to be required. And if you think about what we've just discussed and the conflict in Ukraine and the deteriorating strategic environment we're living in, I would have thought the capacity to manufacture chips and that sort of hardware, as well as having the computational power, which is effectively sovereign in that it's not offshore, would be more important than ever. Yeah. So I was impressed. You should go down and check it out. I'd love to. I'd love to. They've got some good cheese down there. Yeah, yeah. The dairy is good and the beer and... Uh, do you fish? I'm, I'm, I'm not a great fisher. Why not? It's just not good. Do you play, do you play golf? I try. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, well, there's no time to do that when you're working, but maybe on the weekend or something. I'll try. I'll have a go. We could, we could try and have a game. Yeah, should we go? Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, Have a game. And we'll go check out this Bitcoin mining. Yeah, I'd be worried, but you wouldn't be one of those guys that wants to drive the cart, so are you? No, I am. I like that. Oh, see, that wrecks the game. Let's talk about chips for a second. I just want to talk about chips because I think it's interesting in the Ukraine. Apparently, they make 30% or something of the world's neon. Is that right? Which goes into semiconductors. And semiconductors, obviously, the, the, the thing is in massive shortage right now. Yep. Um, in the US, Ford's not making the F4, F-150. As, you know, the, the supply is reduced and that's a major issue. Uh, and then you've got Taiwan making pretty much... They make all the major semiconductors of yeah. Apple. And, and, and in fact, they're pretty much a monopoly now mm. in terms of those really high-end chips like the mm. A3 and the new ones coming through. Do you think that there's the opportunity potentially for some high-end manufacturing in Australia? There is, but one of the things I like about this firmest story in Tasmania is that it's been done without any government intervention. It's just happened. They've just they've been able to raise the capital and they've just built it. So um, I'm always wary of massive government intervention. One of the things we must do, though, is have a proper agenda for rare earths because I think that's what's going to be the, the source material, isn't it, for these things? Yep. And so I think that's where we can really play a, a key role, yeah. Talking about what's coming up and trying to tie this up now, we just a preview... Um, we're going to get some really interesting guests coming on mm. um, in the podcast. So, guys, do subscribe and do join us here at the House of Tech. Follow us on the socials as well. I want to ask you something before we do that. Though. Yeah. So, have you seen that um, the Europeans have asked the big tech companies, the social media companies, to switch off their their Russian advertising and all that sort of stuff, and they've agreed? Do you think that that's something that we should be doing here? You obviously can ask companies what they you know can and cannot do. That's up to them, obviously, at the end of the day and their choice. Yeah. I, I guess if it's used for nefarious reasons and particularly in messaging, I think that there, you can really manipulate and create you know fake groups and fake ads and there's a lot of that, that kind of stuff. I do think that's an issue. Okay. It's not easy to solve. I think there are like entire companies in Russia and in other countries that essentially are manufacturing posts and then creating accounts and fake basically creating stories and, and, and input around things. So I do think that is an issue. How you stop that, I'm not sure. I think it's maybe just, you know, maybe there's a conversation in it. Well, I think we should ask them first. Um, because if, if, if we're putting sanctions on this country, uh, we don't want to see their posts appear on our domestic social media uh, if they are state-funded or they are funded by associates of the state. Uh, and so I agree that the first thing for a government to do is to ask a big tech giant to say, look, please stop doing this, just as we did with the media bargaining code. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then you consider further direct policy actions. That's totally fair. Yeah. I anyway. think it's it's one of those ones, isn't it? Now, one more thing. We've got an NFT. Yep. I think everyone should know about it. Is it um, good? It's great. Yeah. It's photos of us. Really? Well, it must be very, um, very beautiful, <laughs> well, I imagine. I hope so. Then. 
We could do better. Well, well we'll try and we're supporting a foundation. Tell yeah. us about the foundation we're supporting. Oh, we're supporting the First Nations Foundation. And one of the things about the First Nations Foundation is it is focused on improving financial literacy amongst Indigenous people. And this is one of the key things that we hear a lot from Indigenous leaders that there is a need for more capacity in the community, more capacity for self-management. And having been in Parliament for a couple of years now, it's quite clear that one of the great mistakes we've made over the last couple of hundred years here is a desire to always be paternalistic. The mission of the First Nations Foundation is to arm Indigenous people with the financial skills that they need to be successful. All purchases of the NFT go to the foundation. And obviously, if you get one of these, you get to have lunch with us as well, yep. which will be really exciting. Are you going to wear a suit? <laughs> not this time. Okay. That's not really in my brand. I know, but it could be fun. It'd be, be weird to see. Maybe you can wear like my get up and... We'll how, how good would that be? Would yeah. you wash it first? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, for more information, head on over to finder.com.au slash podcast. You can check out the show notes, links, NFTs, pictures of Andrew in a suit. I'm going to wear the Finder outfit, Finder yeah? outfit. Risky. Hmm. High return. Uh, well, maybe. We'll see you then. Bye.